What is going on with the FTX scandal and how does it tie back to Ukraine? Joining me to break down all of this is the great Primetime 99 himself, Mr. Alex Stein. But first, before we get into that, I want to remind you that AmFest tickets are on sale as we speak. Come see myself, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, Kylie McEnany, Candace Owens, and so many more. When you go to AmFest.com, secure your tickets, AmFest.com, promo code POSO will get you up to 25% off your general admission tickets. So do not wait. Do not delay. Do not come to me the week before and say, POSO, can you get me in? Can you get me in? Can you get me in? Sorry, you had your chance. AmFest.com, promo code POSO. is not a traditional billionaire because he believes in the concept of earn to give which means his goal as a human is to make as much money as possible just to give it away earn to give and that's exactly what he's doing so let's say that you have a hundred dollars and you want to figure out what you can do with it to help the world Earning to Give is thinking about which causes, which charities save the most lives per dollar. This $100 can go as far as it possibly can to help the world. Last year, this 29-year-old guy donated $50 million. Next year, he's planning to donate $500 million a year. And next decade, he will probably give away more than $10 billion. The amount of good that you can do uh, for the future of the world is, is really large and it's way more than you can do to actually make yourself happy with anything like that amount of money. And he is funding everything you can think of. Global warming. It's one of the biggest problems that we have to tackle together as a world. COVID-19 preparedness. We have to be ready for the next pandemic. Neglected tropical diseases. More than a billion people suffer from them. We have to eliminate these diseases. And of course, animal welfare. Animals deserve to live just like we do. It's also why I'm vegan. Incredible. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today is... I'm sorry, that guy. That's why I'm vegan. This guy, Sam Bankman Fried. If you have any followed this FTX story, I'm sorry. This is hilarious. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Rights Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is November 14, 2022. I am Jack Posobiec, and joining me to break down the FTX, is it money laundering? Is it theft? Is this guy just crazy? We're going to dig into all of it. Joining me, of course, tonight, I had to bring on Mr. Primetime99 himself, Alex Stein from Blaze TV. Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Jack, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I can't wait so, to break down this money laundering scheme. So when I look at it, so FTX, it was supposed to be a cryptocurrency just trading platform, right? It was like Binance. You can trade your coins. You can get into it. They had a coin of their own. You, you put your money on there. You trade around. You have a good time. That's all it was supposed to be. They're making a billions of dollars. But then it comes out that they're pilfering from their own uh, their own customers, they're putting that money in their own pocket. The 50 million that this guy's donating, it's not just going to these great causes out there like the video says. No, no, no. Where, where's it going, Alex? Where did we find out that this money was actually going? Well, this money was going to the same place where a lot of the millions of dollars from the Black Lives Matter fundraising went. And this went to the DNC and to Joe Biden and into an election that, you know, we can only say so much about elections, but just 
what I'm saying is this was used for nefarious reasons. And Sam Bankman Fried pulled off the biggest money laundering scam that not only involved the DNC, but it also involved the Ukraine. So this is a really sad state of affairs for United States politics. And we need to expose these people. But I now I think we gave them ammunition to fully regulate crypto. Jack. Well, and this guy has been at hearings right prior to this saying that he wants the regulation of crypto. So I've even had people, you know, hitting us up and emailing us. Um, it's 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 uh, liberty at TPOSA.com saying, was this the plan all along that they wanted to blow this up so that it would bring in crypto, that everybody would see it. People are losing their money. I said, man, these customers saying, I can't believe they were they were pilfering our own funds that we put in our own deposits. I said, boy, if you think that's bad, wait till you find out what actual banks do. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, Jack, you nailed it. It's funny that that's the one support that I've seen him on the crypto bros that are defending it because, you know, they don't want to make crypto look bad. They said, well, if you guys are mad about this, you should see what actual banks do. And that is the problem, though, Jack. We're being run by multinational corporations. These banks that, you know, basically rule the world that cause us to fight these wars in the Ukraine and all over, they don't care about the American people. And I think what happened with FTX, if Sam Bankman Fried was really a philanthropist and cared about people, he wouldn't be robbing them and ripping them off to go save animal rights. So it's all a scam. And the people who are in power are the ones that are scamming us. No, it's it's completely ridiculous. So this this Ukraine deal, and I've I've looked at a couple pieces of it. And at first we thought they were investing in it, but then some people just said, well, no, it was actually just a way to donate. But the point is, this guy was clearly skimming funds from the entire thing. So at this point, it's starting to look like okay, and I'm and I'm just going to put this out there and connect the dots. Money that was going to Ukraine, that's U.S. taxpayer dollars. It's going to Ukraine. Then Ukraine turns around and says, okay, we're going to work with FTX. So. The the funding that's coming from the U.S. taxpayer dollars, some of that is going to FTX. Then FTX is taking some of that, turning around and skimming it, donating it to the DNC for their election ballot harvesting operations that went on in 2022. And it turns out that the problem is that this guy now would have, by the way, we wouldn't have known about all of this if it weren't for the fact that this guy was skimming another bit for himself. And instead of like it was it's 10 percent for the big guy. But in this case, it turns out there was another 10 percent for the little gal because he was also using it to prop up his girlfriend's hedge fund. Yeah. And then I believe her dad, you know, works for the SEC, I believe. Ginsler, I believe, is was her dad. So just the incestuous relationship of these people that are in power. And, and listen, that's why they use the crypto method, because they can wash this money and then we can't see, you know, the chain of command of where it came from. But anybody that ha that has half a brain, Jack, they're gonna they're gonna expose this. But similar to the weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist in the Middle East, people are gonna realize this is all a scam that's benefited the DNC, and they're not even gonna care, Jack. Like I would think more people would be outraged uh, from being shut down for two years. Most people don't care. So that's a sad, sad reality. Is that even though we have them caught red-handed in a money laundering scheme that is basically you know subjugating American uh, you know greatness. And nobody's going to do a dang thing about it, John. You know, it, it really is crazy that you look at a guy like this, cover a Forbes, cover a fortune, the same way they put that girl from um, 
from Theranos. She's everywhere. Elizabeth Holmes. She has yet to be sentenced yet. It was passed off. I was running a countdown to her sentencing, but it's yet to actually happen with this guy. I think the latest is that he, he they thought he was going to flee to Argentina like he was, you know, like uh, what, what with all the secret Nazis and Adolf Hitler's lookalike down there. But it looks yeah. like this, they thought they were tracking a plane they thought was his, but I don't think it ended up making it there. They say he's under detention, but just, quote unquote, supervision in the Bahamas right now. I, I love the fact he comes out of nowhere, becomes the Democrats number two, number two uh, mega donor across the entire country after George Soros. And if you bring up any of these questions, you say, ah, that's just crazy. That's just Tim Foyle stuff. That's Alex Stein. That's Posobiec. You can't trust those guys. No, you're exactly right. But it's time to put on our tinfoil hat, guys. There's weird <laughs> stuff going on. I'm running out of tinfoil. I'm running out of tinfoil. But, Jack, this is the problem is no amount of evidence can convince an idiot. If these people don't want to believe the truth, they're not going to believe the truth. You can, you can hand it to them on a silver platter, and they will still deny it. No, that's 100% right. We're running out of time in this segment, but it, it, Yuri Bezmenov said it right. You can take a demoralized person to the Soviet gulags and show them the gulags with their own eyes, and they will deny accurate information if they have been properly demoralized. Coming up, Alex Stein and Yuri Bezmenov coming up next. And uh, you and I have had a number of candid and useful conversations over the years and uh, since I became president as well. You're kind enough to call me to congratulate me and I congratulate you as well. And I believe there's a little substitute though for, to face-to-face -face discussions. And uh, as you know, I'm committed to keeping the lines of communications open between you and me personally, but our governments across the board because our two countries are, have uh, so much that we have an opportunity to deal with. As the leaders of uh, our two nations, we share responsibility, in my view, to show that China and the United States can manage our differences, prevent competition from becoming anything ever near conflict, and to find ways to work together on urgent global issues that require our mutual cooperation. And uh, I believe uh, this is critical for the sake of our two countries and the international community. So President Biden just met with Xi Jinping and Alex, correct me if I'm wrong, but did he just congratulate Xi Jinping? Did he just say, I congratulate you? Because what just wow. happened? She just Xi Jinping just became named leader essentially for life of the Chinese Communist Party. The first one we've had since Chairman Mao. There's this other video going around, by the way, of Biden walking around next to Trudeau and they're wearing the Chairman Mao, like the, the suit, the old Chairman Mao suit. They got a gray one and a green one. You know, it's mix and match over there. He just congratulated Xi Jinping on becoming dictator for life of the Chinese. It, this, this is our president. What's going on here? Jack, I don't know why you're really surprised, because if you really look at, you know, our business dealings with China, we're so dependent on them for, you know, in, you know, the industrialization that we lost. America was built on the Industrial Revolution. But unfortunately, Apple computers, instead of building their iPhones here in America, they build them in Shandong, China, the Shandong province of China. And there the conditions are so bad that they have actual suicide nets because so many employees are jumping off the roof. So my point is, we could never produce that iPhone here in America. So Chinese, the China, excuse me, has it by the metaphorical basketballs, you know, because I don't want to be too crude. So, you know, they can give us the impression that we are in a competition with China, but we both rely on each other so much that we're actually in bed together, in my opinion, Jack.
No, it's, I mean, you're looking here, right? When I look at this, that's the junior partner meeting the senior partner, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's one corporation. And they, remember, and they've got him through Hunter Biden. They've got him. We have the laptop. We have the hard drive. I've got a copy of it sitting right next to me here in the studio, right? We know this. They have him. They've got all the dirt on him forever. And he doesn't care. They paid him off. They paid him off years ago. You got the CCP bragging about this. And then he goes down. There's no question. Wuhan, the lab. Where's the where's the talk about that? What what's going on, with Peter Dashak? What's going on, with Fauci? No, it's oh, congratulations, congratulations to you. Keep in mind, he's got millions of people in China right now under lockdown with these zero COVID policies. They can't even get out of their house. I think I saw the one video. I wasn't sure what part of China it was where they were actually breaking through the barricades just a couple of hours ago today. That's what's going on inside China because he's cracking down on the party, Xi Jinping is cracking down on the people. And right there, it looks like he's cracking down on the president of the United States while he's genuflecting. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Well, it's obvious that they have blackmail on Hunter Biden. I mean, you know, the, the mainstream media now will leak all these pictures of crack smoking and prostitutes. But I don't care about that. I want to know about the illegal business dealings in the Ukraine with, you know, these illegal oil and gas companies. And I want to know about the illegal business dealings in China. But of course, we're never going to actually expose that. And if we do expose it, it'll probably be like Joe Biden's on his way out being a lame duck president. So my point is, when it comes to China, we're in a competition with them that is not fair. It's rigged. They're going to blame us for, you know, becoming energy independent. While China puts out more carbon emissions in one day than probably, you know, the whole entire European Union combined. So it's rules for thee, not for we in China. And we need to hold these people accountable. But when our president goes over there and basically just kisses Jin Jinping's very air, I don't think we're going to make very much headway in this cultural war against China, Jack. I mean, when you look at something like this, I, I just got to say, and, and, and Jesse Kelly had the great line on, on Twitter earlier today, I think this video of Joe Biden wearing the Chairman Mao suit and then congratulating Xi Jinping, it's going to get played in like, this is going to be like the History Channel late night in every World War III documentary. They're going to be showing this. Of course, it'll be have to be subtitled in Mandarin because, you know, when we're in the, by the way, Alex, when we're in the gulags, all right, I want to let you know this. So I've, already, I've already thought this through. So when we're in the gulags, I already know what my job's going to be. I don't know if you've picked yours out yet. My job is going to be teaching Mandarin to everybody. So that way we'll be able to communicate with the guards. Well, I'm, I'm going to be a prostitute when I go into the gulag, but that's neither here nor there. I don't want to talk about my future. What I do want to talk about is China. It's, it's, this, is the, this is the problem. It, it's American, you know, uh, what, what do you want to call it? Social justice. We're all about social justice and inclusivity. We love Leah Thomas. But the same movies that we produce in America, if they have a gay scene, if they have something that might not go with the Chinese culture, they delete it. You look at companies like uh, uh, Nike, they'll fire Kyrie Irving in two seconds because of ethical decisions. Yet the Uyghurs, the, the conditions in mm -hmm. China where these shoes are made are actual slave camps. So this is my problem is that we don't actually hold these countries accountable. And it's and once again, it's these multinational corporations that are the ones lifting it up because these politicians, including Biden, it doesn't matter who it is. They're all bought and sold for. Like, well, you see it on you see it on both sides. You see it you see it with yeah. conservative leaders in in some cases, or I should say, establishment leaders on uh, with the Uniparty in D.C. They're making money hand over fist because what they've done, Alex, is they've gone through and systematically gutted our country. They've sent our manufacturing over to the Far East. They've sent our energy to the Middle East and to the people in the center of this country, the people in the South. They're living in these towns. They're saying, "What happened to my town? What happened to my livelihood? That was done." to you. That was done to you.
Okay, and there was only one politician for a long time. His name was President Trump. He talked about this stuff. Everybody else, they're making money hand over fist. Yeah, and Jack, it doesn't make sense. Well, I'm here in Texas. Let me tell you something. We have oil and gas energy independence. We have enough oil and gas reserves in Texas alone to supply the entire world. It was very. It was a very short time ago when Trump was president. Or in Midland, Texas. They had sold some of the most Ferraris they've ever sold. Literally, this is how well the oil and gas business was doing in Midland, Texas, in the middle of nowhere. People were ordering so many Ferraris. But because of social justice, because of the Green New Deal, because of climate change, now they're going to take our bread and butter away from us. So this is the controlled demolition of American greatness. And it's sad that it's being done on purpose right in front of our eyes, Jack. And there's nothing you and I can do about it except well, get on the TV and complain. Well, speaking of Texans, speaking of Texans, one product out there that I know every Texan is going to want this Christmas and everybody else in the country, too, that's iTarget Pro. Let me tell you something. Every single day in the news, you see a news story about somebody who was the victim of violent crime. And some of you think, you say, I'm ready to defend myself. I know it's going to happen if I'm getting carjacked, but you might not be. And the only way you can be is if you train. You have to train every day and often. But with the inflation going completely insane, causing the price of ammo to skyrocket along with gas, getting to the range is not as easy or affordable as it used to be. Thankfully, there is now a better way to train with your firearm in the comfort and privacy of your own home, and it is called iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system, which, by the way, I use, I love it. It's so much fun. You get muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, even more, even better, less than a day on the range. And you're using your own gun, by the way. Right now, you save 10% plus free shipping with promo code POSO when you go to itargetpro.com. When you get yours, you download the iTarget app, you load the laser bullet into your firearm, and you start training. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm all the way up to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm you have. It is the easiest and most cost-effective way to train, and it pays for itself in a single day. That's letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com, promo code POSO. I use this thing. My wife uses it. I, I go with my dad. We do competitions. My father in law it is the most fun. You're going to love it. I target pro. I have too much work on my plate, that is for sure. I'm really working at the absolute most amount that I can work from morning till night, seven days a week. Um, so this is not something I'd recommend, frankly. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but but it it is um, and, and I'm I'm just and the, I'm just looking at this video and it's so bizarre. <laughs> well, you look like I'm you're like, in a dark place. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the dark, surrounded by candles. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I love I, I got to tell you, I love what Elon Musk is doing over at Twitter because he's having these meetings and people are, are going completely nuts to say, why is it like the voice of God, you know, from this dark cave? It's or, you know, the, the dark Lord coming out and speaking to everybody. And then he'll just go on Twitter and start firing people at will. He actually just laid off Alex. I, I got to get your take on this. Elon just fired the entire misinformation and curation teams at Twitter, every single contractor. And then there was this other guy who came up and Elon was saying, hey, Twitter for Android is slow. And this guy popped up and he said, no, it's not slow. It's just got some loading issues or whatever. And he was just like, that's great. You're fired. That, what, no, what do you I think mean, about all this tenure so far? See, Jack, that's the best thing is when these guys don't waste time. That's what made Trump famous was saying you're fired. That's what's making Elon, you know, so loved. 
And listen, I was a little skeptical about Elon. He does want to put a computer chip in your brain to park your Tesla. But at the same time, at the same time, Elon Musk does believe in free speech. And I think that's one of the most important rights that we have, you know, our God-given rights. So the fact that he's going to change Twitter and get rid of all the misinformation things, because let me tell you something, you and I both know this, as spreaders of misinformation, all you got to do is give us time, Jack, and I'm going to be right and you're going to be right. Exactly. Exactly. Myocarditis. Myocarditis. How many how long did we talk about myocarditis being on the rise, the association with with vaccine injury? And now all of a sudden everybody's reporting it. Jack, they they created a thing called sudden adult death syndrome. That's never happened before. <laughs> and, and I mean sudden adult death syndrome, just, just adults just die. And that's just normal now. So yeah, this misinformation campaign, maybe we might save somebody's life. By getting rid of these misinformation. No, but 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 there's good news. There's good news on that front because there are two disinformation summits that are now going to be held. I don't know if you saw this news by by the greatest the greatest truth tellers of ours or really any generation, George W. Bush and Barack H. Obama. Aren't you excited for those? Well, you know, and I want to go to the one here. They're, they're doing one in Dallas for George a. Bush, George Bush at his uh, presidential library. And Vladimir Zelensky is going to be there over Zoom. I'm just so mad that he's not going to be there in person. Oh, so well, he's I'm, busy. I'm gonna, he's busy. He's very busy. Well, I just if we could just give him another billion dollars, Jack, I don't think every day when I wake up and I think, how can we give Vladimir Zelensky more support? So, you know, I, if I can go there with my Vladimir Zelensky sign and my I stand with Ukraine shirt, I'm going to be out there with my sign saying, we love the fight in Ukraine. And really, I don't care about the border between Texas and Mexico. Bring all the fentanyl you want. Bring all the sex trafficking. The only border that matters to you and I, Jack, is the border between Russia and Ukraine. So that is where we need to spend all of our resources, in my opinion. Alex, have you considered going to Ukraine? Would you go? Would you do it? Yeah, I would go right now. I'm not even kidding. I would go in two seconds. And I know you've been, right? You've been to Ukraine and you've also been to uh, uh, Davos. I saw. So, I mean, Listen, and, and I don't even want to try to make it, I, I'm, I'm a conflict interventionist, I hate war, and I don't want to sound, you know, not empathetic to these people in the Ukraine or, you know, all these people that are dying, but I don't think we should be responsible for a proxy war. I don't believe that benefits the American people. And, this, and you have these people like Crenshaw that's saying, oh, this is good, this is, this is going to benefit us by fighting a proxy war. I just don't believe in that. I believe that we should come to an agreement as human beings where people don't have to die. And I believe at the beginning of this conflict, all they had to do, all Ukraine had to do is admit that the Donbass region is going to be autonomous, where people could pick what country they want to live in, and they don't join NATO. But because Americans are led by globalists, we're literally fighting a war all based on the fact that they're going to join NATO. It's so dumb, Jack. It's ridiculous. It's all a game. And I hate being the, the butt of all these international jokes. No, we we sit there and tell the world to not do the very thing that we're doing ourselves. You know, they say don't don't you know. And 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 meanwhile, to tie it back to what we were saying before, the money that we're sending is being apparently to an extent, and we're going to find out just how much of extent. And I hope, by the way, that the new Congress is able to dig into this, is going to FDX, which is finding its way into political campaign. And by the way, if that was going to Republicans, if that was going to conservatives, I would want that investigated and I would want every single person responsible for that to be charged as well. A hundred percent. No, and you're right. And I think we're actually really popped off this Ukraine thing to tie it back into Elon when Elon was just tweeting out what he thought, you know, just ways maybe we could solve this conflict. 
in the way that the establishment got so threatened by this, or even Vladimir Zelensky was quote tweeting it. And I mean, it's just really sad. And you have guys like Elon Musk, say what you will about him. He's a guy that's trying to find solutions. But these people in power are purposely ignoring the solution in order to keep the problem going as long as possible. It's almost, it's almost like, it's it's almost like there's a financial, some kind of financial gain to war. Is that possible? Of course, I just want to make this point. The medical industrial complex is just like the military industrial complex. They're not about healing people. They're not actually about helping and protecting people. They just want to constantly, constantly get fed money by our tax dollars so that they can survive. And they're not empathetic to the people that uh, the money they're, you know, from the money that they're taking, they're not empathetic to the taxpayers. So you mean that these industries might, you know, I don't know, work together to potentially create conflict or to create some kind of, uh, 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 disaster in order so that they can make money. That's, that's crazy. That's complete. That's By the impossible. way, one of my favorite, wait, wait, one of my favorite, one of my favorite things is that, um, when you go to a liberal and you say, Hey, do you think corporations are corrupt? And they'll say, yeah, of course. And, uh, and then you say, do you think it's possible that the corporations could be working together in their corruption? They say, Oh, that's crazy. That's a conspiracy. No, you're exactly right. In 2008, all these people were against the banks. They were all that's the right. liberals occupy Wall that's Street. Right. Now, now these people have six vaccines and they love J.P. Morgan Chase. And Alex, we are just we are just about out of time, man. Where can people go follow you? What are your coordinates? It's primetime at 99 Alex Stein. If you can't find me, you're not looking very hard. And it's an honor and a privilege to come on the air with you, Jack. I hope we can do it again very soon. Alex Stein, thank you very well. It turns out that you hopefully you'll be able to pay me very well in the gulags with your newfound prese- uh, profession. <laughs> and I wish you all the best. Ladies and gentlemen here, Jack Posobiec signing off. For Human Events Daily, I apologize and disavow every word of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.